Hi, readers. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. Even though I can't see your face. I can imagine what you look like. Can I? It's a lot of people to imagine. But I think I can imagine what you look like. You don't even want to know what it took for me to produce this podcast. I don't know why I'm saying produce. Like I'm doing some big production. By produce, I mean to get this podcast across to you. Because forces of evil were against me this week. But I was like, by hook or by crook, I'm definitely putting out a podcast episode this week. And here we are. Yes. Um, I'm trying to gather my thoughts because oh, it's been a long day. Um, I think I messed up the intro. Fuck, I have to do that again. Okay. Hello, readers. My name is Amin. I am your host. And you are welcome to the Something Bookish podcast. This is the 26th episode. And for further context, this is season three, episode eight. And you know... Um, they are, that means, what am I saying? Yeah. This is the third season, like three, I've done three seasons. And in each of my seasons, I have nine episodes. I don't ask me the rationale behind that. Actually, you can ask me and I'll tell you. It's, um, it's from UK TV shows. They kind of divide their series into that. You know, American TV is always like, 21 episodes in one season or like 25 or something for UK they keep it short is it that 10 or 12 or 9 so I, I stuck with 9 so each 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 each, <laughs> each season has 9 episodes and this is the second to the last episode of season 3 I'm so excited if you haven't been listening to this podcast, you need to catch up on a lot. I feel like I should do my top top podcast episodes. Maybe I'm no, nah, I'm not going to talk about that. Maybe I will share that on the Instagram page. I will compile some of my favorite episodes. I mean, all of them are my favorite episodes, but there are some that I can I, I can remember the laughs were just wild. Anywho, welcome to the something bookish podcast and um if this is your first time listening to the podcast welcome to the dark side i like saying that <laughs> and if this is oh fuck see i was doing so well there and then i forgot my words should i take it again okay if this is your first time listening to the something bookish podcast welcome to the dark side and if this is not your first time, hey you, I've missed you, you know, I've actually missed you. I know I've missed a couple of weeks, but you know, I've actually missed you. I've missed talking to you and sharing stuff. So thank you for sending messages. A lot of you send messages when you're actually listening to the podcast, which is really cute and adorable and it makes me feel really good. So please keep doing that because... Sometimes 
I'm having a really shitty day and that message is like enough to uplift my whole my whole week or something so thank you for sending messages when you're listening it really really brightens up my day just need to emphasize that and thank you for always sharing um the podcast online stuff like that so back to new listeners if you're a new listener this is the podcast where we talk about books and reading sometimes there's a guest but most times it's just it's just vibes bookish vibes books and reading i mean books and reading is is more than a hobby do you get for some people it's just like oh what do you like doing you like reading really do you do you really well for me books and reading is is more than a hobby it's it's a lifestyle you know i'm bookish by nature <gasps> fuck i'm going to put that on a t-shirt i swear to god i'm going to put down a t-shirt and i'm going to put on a mug and i'm going to put on a tote bag remember this would you buy it if i do that bookish by nature oh my god i like that i need to write that down before i forget bookish by nature bookish by nature oh look at me spitting rhymes <laughs> the something bookish podcast things are always going to be happening so anywho this is a space where you can be bookish and just chill you know are you feeling me like I mean, if you're looking for a very serious podcast, I can recommend you a couple. I mean, they're like serious literary podcasts, but this is not a serious podcast, okay? This is this is just chilling. It's it's a lounge. Imagine there's there's shisha, there's weed, there's wine, there's a little ecstasy. You know, it's just it's chill. Everything is in moderation. Nothing is crazy. You're just like at the right level. Of, of highness and tipsiness you're not drunk okay we don't get drunk we get tipsy here so yeah that's that's the something bookish podcast uh in this episode i will be talking about how to fall in love with reading again you know a lot of people have oh it's a tough I've been working on this topic for a while. On this, I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time. So, um, I did some research and uh I I hear this complaint over and over again from like friends and acquaintances and strangers. They always say um stuff like I used to love reading as a child, but I never read anymore. And it sucks. It really sucks, you know? I mean, it's so... It's... Is there another word for suck? I don't know. It sucks being a proficient reader in the past. And then just seeing it gradually tail off. As you get to uni or your first job or, you know, just life. And it's hard to fix for a lot of people. I know. Our attention span just... It's not the same, man. Maybe it's the internet or 
being perpetually tired or having more stress to deal with but reading is just not as easy as it used to be for a lot of folks but i don't think it's it's impossible I, I don't think it's impossible so you can you can become the bookworm that you used to be you're not the girl i used to why did i just sing that song i don't even know why i sang that song it doesn't even make sense to the topic anywho what i'm saying is you can become the bookworm that you used to be getting back into books or discovering books for the first time for that matter is incredibly rewarding and definitely worth doing and i can help i think no actually i can help I, i've sat down with this and i think i have some tips that can help you fall back in love with reading but before we continue i have to give you some updates about like oh my god my leg is cramping Ugh. but all right um so before we go into the tips i have about you falling back in love with reading um i want to give a little some life updates first of all let's talk merchandise yeah Ooh, i've not even told you what i'm drinking i am having um some red wine uh i found this red wine somewhere la la mon parole i don't know man it's but it's not bad it's a sweet red uh and that's what i'm having i'm having i've had one and a half glass and i had like half the bottle before i started the recording so overall i think i'm going to have two and a half glasses of wine for this episode this is the first time this week i'm drinking so i am taking advantage of it all right so merchandise update i have been telling you guys that i wanted to start selling bookish items and the reason for the the reason for this is this past valentine i noticed a lot of people were doing gifts and there was nothing out there for book lovers people just like slap a mug or like some random book voucher or something there was nothing there was nothing customized there was nothing that catered to that inner gig there was no way we could nerd out on stuff you know i mean yes we like books we are book lovers but there are other things we also like to use and like showcase to the world that you know we are book lovers so that's why i decided to start to go into production of bookish stuff and drum rolls please yeah, I'm not going to put that in effect, so you're going to have to deal with this particular joke <laughs> that I just made. Anywho, so I am start up. I created a store on Flutter Wave. The link is going to be in the show notes, by the way. The store is now live. Um, you will see it on that shop now. So I created a store on Flutter Wave, and the first product I have available for sale are mugs took me a while to find those mugs and you don't even want to know what i went through with printing i was scammed and double scammed 
some a printer did a very terrible job that i had to sit down with petrol to clean the mugs and wash them to smell nice and taste well you can't taste the mug but <laughs> you can't taste kerosene either or petrol whatever anywho so the mugs are ready uh i will officially be sharing pictures online from monday but the store is live if you click on the link in the show notes on that shop now you can actually see um pictures of some of the mugs i have available and you can already order if you want to order well you should order because that's kind of the whole point of this so i have mugs available we're going to move on from mugs i also have tote bags currently in production i'm working on some book sleeves uh i also have t-shirts in the works um i'm working on bookmarks i mean yeah bookmarks some really cool bookmarks um i'm not i don't the thing is the plan about this type of stuff is if i talk too much about it i will feel like i'll feel like i've done it then i won't do it so all these ones i've told you that's what are currently in the works so i'm rolling out the mugs first and then the tote bags will come and then we keep going until the store is you know like fully stocked and we'll just keep going from that i don't think the store will be fully stocked it's just going to keep having stuff yeah all right awesome so that's merchandise update the store is live and you can start shopping please buy stuff <laughs> i'm serious though buy stuff um i'm starting a newsletter i don't know what's going to be in the newsletter but it's going to be a bi-weekly newsletter well wh- why did i say i don't know what's going to be in the newsletter i know what is going to be in the newsletter it's going to be bi-weekly and it's going to be me sharing random stuff I find on the internet that are nice. Sometimes it could be a recipe. It could be book recommendations. It could be a podcast I listen to or a movie I watch. You know, just the wrap up of stuff that sometimes I don't get to talk about on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, please subscribe to the newsletter. That would be really cool, you know. <laughs> um what else what else what else the litty podcast is back yes i am finally back with my girl karachi the litty podcast is back the link is in the show notes so make sure you click on that to listen spotify is now available in nigeria so and i actually like the the ui is it ui they call it the interface i like the interface of spotify and i like that spotify curates very accurate playlist for me it's like it gets me you know the algorithm is working for me very well so i like spotify um what else what else what else Ooh, yes there's a book i just fell in love with i normally don't do book reviews i prefer to do like book lists on the podcast but this one i'm not going to review it i'm just going to tell you that this is a book i just discovered and the book is amazing and i want everybody to read it i'm hoping my fingers are crossed that i'll be able to get the author on the podcast soon so that we can chat about this book the name of the book is butter honey pig bread by francesca ekuyasi i cannot pronounce the name well but if i get her on the podcast i would ask her to pronounce her name and this book i think i love the fact that food nigerian food was a character was one of the characters in this book 
and the writing is just it was so smooth oh fuck i still don't have the words to describe how good this book is i just want everybody to read it and all the people who have been reading it no there's nobody last last you give it four stars and i don't even know why you give it four stars maybe it's because oh i've hyped it too much but then the book is good the lowest star you can give this book is four stars i swear to god or to whoever is able to so yeah the name of the book again is butter honey pig bread i want everybody to read this book i can't wait for publishers for the publisher to send to get in touch with nigerian bookstores and like if i had the money i swear i will buy like a carton of that book and just distribute it to everybody but i'm not there yet and i would you know what i'm actually going to sit down with not sit down or corona times i'm not going to sit down i'm going to send an email to the publishers and ask how much it is for shipping and all of that because it's just the shipping that's really expensive if I was able to find all these money laundering, money laundering people, see what I would do for you guys. You don't even want to know. Maybe God knows. That's why my money has never come. Because what I would have been doing in the name of books and reading. Oh Lord, have mercy. Anywho, that's a story for another day. So find this book and read it. It's currently available on Scribd. Scribd is like Netflix, by the way. If you want to try Scribd, I have a 60-day trial that you can use the link is in the show notes if you do it yourself it's you get 30 days trial but if you use my link you get 60 days you know yeah and you get access to like ebooks and audiobooks which is really cool so yeah that's update now let's move to some fun facts hmm these fun facts i found oh lordy lordy lord help me lord I'm trying to make this particular episode a one take. This internet is just shit. Uh-huh. So, let's see. Where do I start from? Okay. So, there's this. I don't know. This fun fact. I don't know if you ever use them. But I'm sure it's nice to hear. Because I, I like hearing random fun facts. So, I'm going to share them. The first one is this. The greatest recorded number of children born to one woman is 69. Hey, Father Lord God. According to Guinness World Records, in 27 confinements, she gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, 7 sets of triplets, and 4 sets of quadruplets. Is it cause? This kind of thing, I'll be asking God, what did I do? Why are you punishing me like this? So like... After she had triplets, she didn't think it was enough. Like, it was time to stop. Ha! Huh. God. This kind of thing, I'll just dash it out to the government, though. I'm just stressed at the whole logistics. Like, what her body went through. This kind of thing, you know, it's a Scandinavian person. Because they're always the one giving birth all the time. But, God damn it. Anywho. Second fun fact. Male infertility test are performed by seeing if a man's sperm can penetrate the zona-free egg of a hamster. Yeah. After 7 to 20 hours, the number of sperm penetrations per egg is measured. Having all eggs penetrated by multiple sperm is considered to be a positive sign for fertility. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Who would have thought, right? I know. (laughs) 
Another fun fact. The word clitoris was borrowed from the Greek word clitoris, which is spelled K-L-E-I-T-O-R-I-S. Yeah. And that word means door, door tender, or key to a door. Unfortunately, some people still don't know where the key is. And that's why they don't wish to enter the door. They like to find their way through the windows. And now I feel like I've digressed. Because I don't even know what the window is on the female body. Oh. Alright. Ooh. One more fun fact. Men with smaller testicles tend to be more nurturing fathers. Uh, th- this is according to researchers at Emory University. Emory or Emory? I don't know. I don't care. Anywho, isn't that just weird and interesting? I don't I don't get the rationale behind that, but, you know, fun facts. I've already shared the fun facts, so we move. <laughs> so, let's talk books, shall we? All right, so I have nine tips for you today. Um, I hope one of these tips are going to help you to regain your love for reading again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. All right. Now, if you've been wanting to read more books but have struggled with getting started, here's how to start reading again. You have to find the time to read books you love and make reading a habit and a hobby. Now, in my little... (sighs) How do I start this? Hmm. Yeah. So, let me see. I'm thinking of how to, like, frame... In my in my in my online bookish bubble, I take for granted that most people I interact with love to read. You know, reading is a hobby, a lifestyle, something we do daily. But when I poke my head out of my bubble, I realize that reading is not a habit for everyone. And that a lot of people are trying to figure out how to read more or how to make time for reading and find books that they enjoy reading. There's no shame in having fallen out of the reading habit. It has happened to me at like various points of my life. You know, like when I was studying in school, I kind of got tired of reading for pleasure because everything I was, I was studying literature at the time. So everything was just feeling like work. I mean, I liked it, but you know, Sometimes when you like something and you start doing it all the time, it just, well, this kind of negates the whole point of reading. But I was reading for exams. Once you put exam to something, you kind of lose the whole point. Now, the point is, if you're someone who would like to read more and you're having trouble finding the time or you're even trying to get back into reading after a reading slump, these few tips will help you, I think. Get back into reading and become the bookworm that you always want to be. Yeah? All right. So, number one. Hmm. Should I be saying number one so that I write it down? Okay, I'll do a run through when I finish. So, yeah, I'll be saying number one. 
Tip number one, you have to make time to read. Okay, here's the hard truth. You just have to. You have to find the time to read. If you spend any time at all scrolling on your phone or watching TV, then you have time to read a book. It's less about finding the time to read than deciding to make time to read. Are you feeling me? If your day feels jam-packed and you don't think this is true, just let go of that expectation that you need to read for long stretches of time for it to count. I mostly read throughout the day, but not everyone can do this. You may need to set a time when you come into picking up a book. A good time for many people, so I've heard, is right before bed. I rarely fall asleep without reading in bed for some amount of time. It's calming for me. There are no other demands on my time. And sometimes it sends my dreams in interesting directions. And this is one of the many reasons I do not read horror because my imagination is wild. So it's okay if you can't stay awake for more than 10 minutes. Just read a few pages and turn out the lights. It's fine. No one is grading you. It's, it's like going to the gym, you know? Showing up is a big part of it. So the next time you read, you may get to a part where you just can't put the book down and read for like 15 to 20 minutes or more or crawl into the bed. So crawl into bed like a few minutes earlier if you find yourself staying up too late. Not that I would do anything about that. If you take a lunch break at work, that can also be an excellent time to read. When I used to work in an office, I used to take a book with me to the toilet. So, yeah, my my my, my toilet time was reading time. <laughs> People used to wonder why I used to take like 15 to 20 minutes, you know, to stay in the toilet. But I had books to catch up on. So, yeah, it's an excellent way to, to read and regroup. And it also... If you're reading at work, it kind of helps you create a reading culture. I mean, that's if the people you're working with have sense. And you can try audiobooks if you have trouble reading and reading and eating. Or you could take a walk. You can listen to audiobooks. Am I, ma- am I making sense? What I'm saying is you have to make time to read consciously you consciously have to make time to read i'm going to talk about audiobooks in a little bit tip number two ditch the numbers yeah here's another truth yeah you don't have to read 10 books a month to be a reader you don't even need to read you don't even need to count how many books you've read if you read a book you're a reader does it goodreads likes to prompt us to set our reading goal for the year and then you know book bloggers bookstagrammers book reviewers we all love to talk about how many books we've read in the year but you know what i my my goodreads reading goal for the year is 12 books i mean i know i can read more than 12 books a year but i just use that to take pressure off myself now you don't need you really don't need to set a reading goal because not all books are created equal. Some books are just slower reads. You know, if you ever want to get through some of the classics, you have to ignore the time it's going to take. You, can't, you cannot rush through a classic, for instance. 
some books are long so um what i'm trying to say it's like i can't even remember what i'm trying to say oh my god so what i'm trying to say is if you care solely about the numbers you would miss out on some really great books so the goal here is to love reading if stats are your thing i mean you can use goodreads or storygraph if you want to do that but i think eventually they start to feel like work if it isn't if it's not your thing they actually start ow my legs are cramping up oh old age oh all right so forget the numbers just read what you want to read stop comparing yourself to everybody okay all fingers are not equal stay in your lane just read fun books hmm? oh my wine is almost finished i don't want my wine to finish i'm just on like tip three okay tip three figure out what interests you yeah you need to do some soul searching so you see if you if you notice anything about the the tips you need to do some work okay no nothing in life comes easy everything involves some work on your part now tip three you need to figure out what interests you so if you can just take a moment to figure out what you love do you like dramas or family sagas or dragons wizards romance or something entirely different just ask yourself what do you read about online mostly is it sports human interest politics crime what books did you love as a kid and right now what movies and tv shows do you love it's okay to love what you love i mean if it's like dirty romance pulpy horror literary fiction you know historical epics it's all fine you can keep it to yourself or you can find a tribe of people who love the same things just be honest in what draws you in and this leads me to tip tip four find the books you love this also involves you doing some work okay there's it's key it's actually key to love it's it's key to learning how to love reading again because there are books out there that you will love and your job is to find them so take these interests that you've listed earlier and look for related books there are book lists all over the internet i'm going to start dropping a lot of book lists very soon i'm still compiling them so whether it's a particular topic or a type of book chances are that you can find a list with suggestions i mean if you look for a book with um books with people who like ice cream i'm sure if you put that on google there's someone who has done a list on that you know so follow your interests rather than what's popular or what you think you should read there are hundreds no millions of buzzy books that come out every year you don't need to read all of them if a world war ii saga is going to bore you to tears don't try to read all the lights we cannot see even though you've seen this book everywhere online stay away from that book 
I'm serious. Stay away from that book. It's so boring. So, you also don't have to read classics. Some of these old books, if they don't hold your attention, they will start to feel like a chore. Okay? If you were turned off um, reading as a child by books that were assigned in school, forget the classics. In fact, stay away from classics, whether they are by white people, by non-white people. What the fuck did I just say? Whether they're by white people or black people or Asian people or all people from any other nationality. If you're not a fan of classics, leave the old folks. Read contemporary books. You know? You just have to figure out... <sighs> hmm. You just... How, how, I don't know how to tell you people this, but you need to find the books you love. I mean... No one is judging you for your reading interest. So no one is judging you for the books that you haven't read. No one can read everything. So don't stress yourself. Don't try. Okay? And this brings me to tip number five. Embrace. Embrace the DNF. DNF means did not finish. Sometimes this DNF is used as a verb among us elite <laughs> book folks like you would use it in a sentence you know this book wasn't working for me so I DNF'd it again you are not being graded there's no exam if the book is not catching your fancy or you are not less interested in what happens next or the, it's just not banging put the book down and try something new there's one quote I saw one time something about I would never want to be caught dead Hmm, let me not go and say nonsense. But let me paraphrase the quote. It was something along the lines of, I don't want to be caught dead in the middle of a book I did not enjoy. So for instance, if I die today and someone was to check the book I was reading and it's a book I didn't even enjoy, ah, my ghost will come back. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be cast by the unfriendly ghost because I will be pissed. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, embrace the DNF, okay? I sometimes have trouble with DNFing, but I feel like it's an important thing for people who are trying to start reading again to find what they love. So if you're not enjoying the story, put the goddamn book down. There are plenty of stories you will enjoy and you need to find them. It doesn't matter how much time you've committed to a book Forget the time you've invested. Forget the money you spent to buy it. Don't waste more time. Even if you're at like 75% and you still don't care about the story, just stop. Who is going to beat you? Eh? Not all books work for every reader, okay? Even if, especially if the book is like super popular and everybody loves it. Maybe you're just not the target audience. I mean, you can't like every book. It's not a crime to not finish a book. But it is a waste of time to continue with a book you're not enjoying reading. Don't take it as a failure, man. Just take a new book and try. Trust me. There are other books you will love out there. Just waiting for you on the shelf like, read me, read me, read me. 
But you're not going to hear them if you are like obsessed with finishing a book that is dead. Do you understand? Okay. All right. What's tip are we on now? Oh, tip nine. Great. So, tip number nine. No, Jesus. Tip number six. Always keep a book with you. Okay. So, this is the best part about reading in the age of mobile tech. Because keeping a book with you doesn't have to mean caring about, you know, all those big books. So, embrace ebooks and audiobooks, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing about these ebooks is... Okay, no. You like sniffing your books, yeah? We all like sniffing books and collecting books and using books to do, like, different shapes, you know, and stuff. But you probably don't always want or remember to grab your book when you're going out. But you always remember to pick up your phone. So I'm giving you permission to do two things. Read two books at the same time. Read both ebooks and physical books. Yeah. I know some purists don't like this. They don't consider audiobooks as reading. They don't consider it. See, dead it. All right? Now, your smartphone has access to like several free mobile apps, including Scribd and Kindle. Yeah? If you're not familiar with Scribd, Scribd, <laughs> Scribd is an audiobook and ebook subscription service that offers members access to millions of titles i mean like millions like lord there are so many titles on script so now if you're not only if you're not solely reading on your phone or you don't have an e-reader it can be a little tricky to figure out how long an ebook is but sometimes when you check on goodreads or Amazon, you can find the page count. So for ebooks, I suggest that you pick shorter books, pages of like 150 to 200. That's a good length for an ebook on your phone. Because you know, there's if okay, let me explain this way when the book is plenty, there's there's pressure on you, like, oh my god, there's still so many pages left. Oh my god, there's still so many pages left. But when you pick a small book, you can finish it in time because you know. If I do like 10 pages a day, you're actually in like 10 days, you'll be done with one book. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't do maths. <laughs> also, short story collections are good in ebook format because you can just read one story while you're doing something. Yeah. All right. So what I want you to do is embrace ebooks because it helps you have make sh- it helps to make sure you have a book with you at all times and all these five minutes here and there when you're like at the bank at the hospital you're doing something here all these little five minutes it adds up what you know you've read like how many books all right i'm back with my agenda because agenda must agenda tip number seven audio books audio books <laughs> Oh, Lord. Audiobooks count as reading, okay? Honestly, it took me a while to embrace audiobooks, but now I'm the audiobook person. Like, and if you have pockets of time when you're alone or doing mindless things, 
You can just start an audiobook. You may find that your listening taste differs a bit from your reading taste. I tend to go lighter for my audiobooks, young adult novels or romance, you know, something with not too many characters to keep track of. So, yeah, you, you might actually discover that you have different tastes in audio audiobooks and physical books. It's good to try first and find out what works for you. And you can always listen to samples before borrowing or buying a book. So that you can get a feel of the narrator's style, if you like it or not. Also, Scribd has um, Scribd works well for audiobooks, and it's easier to tell how long they are before you commit. I recommend starting with Scribd to find out what kind of audiobooks work for you. Really, Audible is you buy one book. Is I don't think it's a good deal. Really, Audible is not a good deal. Scribd, you just pay a subscription and you have access to all these ebooks and audiobooks but audible is you buy one book that's just how it is you don't get a package and like packages because you know it's like going to the buffet so yeah give it a try get into audiobooks that's my tip number seven now tip number eight <laughs> you need to treat reading like a multi my voice is going <clears throat> I need to sip some. All right. So tip number eight. You need to treat reading like a multivitamin. Am I losing my voice? Maybe. So you need to treat reading like a multivitamin. Yeah. Make books something you do every day. Even if it is in small doses at first. You need to grease need to grease the gears to get the reading machine turning again. And that only happens with regular maintenance. Okay? Read when you first wake up. It's actually a really nice feeling if you read immediately you wake up instead of picking up your phone. You can read on your lunch break. You can read for like 20 minutes in the evening before you turn on the TV or open your laptop. If this multivitamin turns into a meal awesome if not you at least have some progress and you'll be reinforcing the habits so put a timer on your phone and make sure you read every single day yeah all right now my last tip find like-minded readers this one is completely optional because reading is definitely a hobby you can enjoy on your own i did for most of my life but it can be fun, you know? It can be fun to find others who are, um, what's the word? Who are into the same type of books as you. And reading a book with a buddy or a book club ensures that you have someone to talk to about that amazing twist. Plus, you might feel just the slightest positive pressure to finish the book. If you know others are waiting for you. But no pressure. Okay. If you're not feeling the book. Dump it. So. Even if you're not reading the same book. Just finding others with. The same taste. Can help you find new books. So follow people on Goodreads. On Bookstagram. Who have rated books you love highly. See what other books they've loved. You know. Um, Check out 
bookstagrammers who seem to blog about genres you like. They will always have new recommendations for you. Then spend a little time with others who are excited about books, either in person or online. It will help you keep... It will help you keep... What, what am I trying to say? It will help you stay excited about books. And very soon your TBR list will be exploding. So yeah. Those are my tips. Let me run through them again. Tip number one. Uh, tip number one. Make the time to read. Tip number two. Ditched numbers. Because we're doing quality over quantity. Tip number three. Figure out what interests you. Tip number four. Find the books you love. You need to do the legwork. Okay. Tip number five. Embrace the DNF. If you're not feeling the book, dump it. Tip number six. Always keep a book with you. Tip number seven, try audiobooks. I'm serious, to change your life. Tip number eight, treat reading like a multivitamin. Do it every day. Reinforce the habit. And tip number nine, find like-minded readers. Okay? So yeah, what, what, what are your tips for, for people who want to get back into reading? Or... For current readers who want to read more books, if you're someone who wants to read more, what are your biggest struggles? Send me a message. I want to help you. You know, I want all of us to start reading again. Like, if you've listened to this entire episode and you still think you have issues or you need, like, an accountability partner. But the thing about accountability partners is you can just ghost the person and not read. So... The main thing to remember is if you want to, if you really want to love reading again, you have to make a conscious effort. Last, last. It's the only way. You can only be helped if, if you want, if you want help. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can always tap me up on Lip Gloss Mafia. No, at Lip Gloss Mafia on Twitter and Instagram or this show's account, which is at something bookish. Something bookish is something underscore underscore bookish. You know, I have good content on all of these places. So follow me on all these places. If you enjoyed the show, talk about it with your friends, share it with a friend, you know, do group listing, share it with your enemy. You might be saving your life. Just, Share it, post it on Instagram, post it on Twitter, and tag me at Lip Gloss Mafia. My mafia is double F, by the way. So, yeah, tag me, you know, spread the word. <laughs> spread the word, okay? That's that, that would be really nice. So, thank you. I appreciate you for spreading the word and for listening. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And like Jim Ron said, reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. Happy reading, everyone. XOXO. Bye.